Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Water. Water. Please. I need water and food. Something. Anything. Please back away from the door, man. Please ask our Holy Father to come out and speak to his people. We are dying out here. There is no food. Something is wrong with the water. Please, Father. His Holiness is indisposed right now, my brother in Christ. Well, can the church give some food for the needy? I haven't eaten anything in days. Please, Father, tell Pope Innocent to come down from his marble perch and touch the sick like he used to. Look, look here. Here is a poor woman who's devoted herself to the church, to the work of the Lord. Here she lies in the streets, begging for mercy, begging to be healed. She is very sick, aren't you, my beautiful sister? Please, Father, I am close to dying. Please tell our Holy Father his people need him. Okay, okay, I'll see if he can come out for a moment. In the meantime, here's some fresh water and some sandwiches. Eat, and in a few moments I will return. What is all the commotion downstairs? The people are coming to the door more frequently now. They are begging for His Holiness to come out and heal the sick as He used to. He can't. It is too dangerous right now. The people are starting to lose faith. They need to see Him, hear His words out in public. The world needs our Holy Father now more than ever. Fine. I will see if he will come down. But send our security to make sure there are no signs of danger. Holy Father, the people are downstairs again, banging on the doors. They wish to see you, for you to heal them. More have been coming, in spite of all the dangers in the streets. Perhaps you should make an appearance our security is making sure it is safe first, of course. Do you think this would be wise at the moment? I think showing the world you are not in hiding would be a show of strength, and people need to see this. But I also think it is risky. Then I will show the people I am not afraid, and God will protect me. Lead the way, Cardinal. You there. Is a sick woman here who wishes to be healed? I am here. Your Holiness, please let me crawl to you. My legs can no longer move me. They are fixed like the North and South Pole. Rigid and frozen and burning me up inside. Stay where you are, my sister in Christ. I am coming to you. Oh, thank you, Holy Father. 
I fear I may not live much longer without a miracle, and I wish to see my grandchildren grow up. I love every single one of them. I have 14 grandchildren, Holy Father. Where are you hurting, my child? Oh, right here. She has a gun! Protect his holiness! New Kingdom Radio Theatre. Built Bar is a true standout among protein bars. It has an exceptional nutritional profile and so many delicious flavors, such as double chocolate, salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, black cherry chocolate cream, coconut, raspberry, and many more. Built Bars are better than the leading brands at grocery stores. Less calories, less fat, less net carbs, less sugar. Built Bar is the go-to protein bar for many discerning fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. Click the link in the show notes and order a box of Built Bar today. You can even mix and match your own flavor combinations. Built Bar, the preferred protein bar of the New Kingdom Radio Theater. Drought wreaked havoc everywhere throughout the kingdom. Many in the media dubbed the meteor event as the Reign of Fire. The media tried to downplay the events, but everyone knew what effects they were having on the environment. Rumors spread about starvation becoming the number one killer of people worldwide. The horrific drought exacerbated their already tumultuous conditions. In spite of this, asylums began persecuting Christians and held large public executions of anyone who refused to denounce their religious affiliations. He wanted them to swear all of their allegiance to him and no one else. King Asylas had become so grossly different from the beloved man of the people he once prided himself to be. In a bizarre move, Asylas met with Lord Capone and told him he needed to find more efficient ways to exterminate people who refused to submit to him. Capone tried to reason with his king, but Asylas said he was not interested in his philosophies. He merely wanted a less barbaric way to rid the world of undesirables. Hanging and shooting them was simply taking too long and required too much effort. This stressed Capone a great deal as even he was finding King Asylas less recognizable by the day.
Sir, have you given any thought to imprisonment? Maybe it would be best to put these people in prison as a means of harsh punishment. This might be a better way to make them change their minds and submit to you. If we put them in prison, we'll have to feed them. And in case you haven't been paying attention, Quentin, there's a food shortage around the world. We can't feed them. It's that simple. We can ration food to them, and in their desperation, they can be compelled to submit to his majesty. When people are desperate, they'll agree to just about anything. Why do I get the feeling you don't want to do the task I just commanded you to do? Are you getting soft, Capone? Of course not, my king. I just think we have other things to worry about at the moment than rounding up millions of people and killing them. What's happened to you, my brother? Is this really what we battled so much for? Are we really going to do this? Exterminate people for not submitting to you? Like, what does that even mean? How does one submit to you anyway? You think this is really about me, Quentin? You think I am doing this out of vanity? Then you truly do not know me. I ask because I have always done what you've asked me to do. But this... This is something I don't understand. I will follow you to the ends of the earth without question, my brother. I've always been your most loyal servant. But you're questioning me now, are you not? Only because I think it is a bad idea. You've always told me to be honest with you about how I view things. You've always counted on my counsel, and here I am asking you, my brother, why are we doing this? We are not doing this, Quentin. Just like you follow orders, I too have to follow orders. I am not the one who is commanding this. What? What do you mean by this? You are the king of the world. No one tells you what to do. I am merely doing what is expected of me. It stems from something written and destined. This was decided a long, long time ago by forces we cannot comprehend. And I am in no position to question it, let alone try to change its course. And neither should you, Quentin. Now do what I have commanded you to do, or I will find someone else who will. And if I have to find someone else to do this, I will no longer have any use for you. Do you understand? I really want my mom to come to the wedding, but she's too sick to travel. Don't you understand? I'm just as disappointed as you are. Believe me. Please, Cody, spare me the drama. Your mama is probably giddy that she has the perfect excuse for not coming to our wedding. Come on, babe. Now, you know that isn't true at all. She's really sick. Yeah, sure. She's sick of me. You know, she's never liked me. Like, never. I do everything right, and I can act like the model daughter-in-law to be, and she will always have some backhanded comment at my expense. I don't know why she acts like that to me. Oh, I cannot believe your mother. I really don't. 
She knows it's tradition to have the mother-son dance, but she'll enjoy throwing a wrench in that just to spite me. My mother's all about tradition, JJ. I know you don't believe it, but she told me she thinks you'll be a great wife and a wonderful mother to our future kids. She told me this. Now, why would she say that? If she didn't like you. Because she knows you would tell me this, and I can read between the lines. Look, we can still have our traditions. My Aunt Beth said she's coming, and she'll step in for my mother for that mother-son dance. Your Aunt Beth? She'll be drunk before we get to the toast. Let's hope she doesn't stumble onto the dance floor and make a big scene. Well, your father isn't coming to the wedding, and you don't hear me all upset about him breaking tradition and all that father-daughter dance stuff. That's because my father is shacked up with that harlot he's had on the side for years. He finally decided to leave my mama and go be with her in some farmhouse somewhere. No one has been able to get in touch with him for a while now. He's probably on his ooh-la-la honeymoon. Probably best he doesn't show up with that horrible woman of his. What's her face? Yolanda? Yeah, her. I can't even say her name. It makes me sick. Well, all I can say is Glenn, uh, I mean your dad, he's always been nice to me. I think you should still keep trying to reach him and see if he can come. The conditions around the world were looking very bleak. The food shortages people feared were beginning to destabilize the kingdom far more than King Silas anticipated. And it was happening at an alarming rate. To make matters more complicated, Prince Jacob gave an interview on television that was not scripted nor was it approved by the king beforehand. The prince made a very bold move, one that put him at great odds with his father. Prince Jacob, welcome to Hard Truths with Murphy McDonald. I'll get right to the point. The kingdom is in real trouble. It's in trouble because the world is said to be heading toward a cataclysmic food shortage and the calamities that have devastated cities and the markets, to be frank, has many businesses worried the economic shortfall may be too much to correct in the immediate future. What do you say to people looking at the world's markets in freefall and wondering when it will hit the ground? Well, if it hits rock bottom, there's only one direction to go from there, right? That's hardly comforting, my prince. I don't mean to make light of the topic, Murphy, but I have to be honest. We have many other issues to tackle before we can start working on the money problems. Well, money problems will only make matters worse, I believe. I suppose we could be looking at another situation that has been taking big chunks of the headlines as of late, and that's this business that the king has been enwrapped in. What's with the mass executions of Christians and anyone who will not submit to him? This kind of action is reminiscent of King Henry VIII and his establishment of the Church of England in order to have his marriage annulled. It was pretty insane back then, and it's pretty insane now. I don't disagree with you, Murphy. 
I think what my father has been doing in regards to the execution of Christians is quite appalling. Oh, wait a minute. Are you saying publicly that you are not in agreement with your father's decree? You've never gone on record commenting about this matter. So is this your coming out party here on my show? <laughs> it appears so. I really wish my father would stop this madness. Honestly, I haven't had much time to discuss many things with him lately. Perhaps going on television is one way to get his attention. Well, I have no doubt he will watch this. And you, sir, will have some serious explaining to do when you get home. <laughs> Maybe I'll get sent to my room. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how's Princess Monica? Are you making preparations for the baby? Ah, yes, the baby. I'm not sure if I should talk about that. You just went on record against your father's persecutions of Christians and public executions, but the new baby is too much to go into? That's right. There's a lot more to it than I can divulge, Murphy. thinking going on that ridiculous show. Murphy McDonald, really? The hard truth? <laughs> the guy's a total hack. Got you to finally give me some time, didn't it? We need to iron some things out, Father. Like, we need to have a serious talk. A serious talk about what exactly? What do you plan to do with Monica once the baby's born? I need to know. The only thing we can do, execute her. That's your answer to everything now. Kill people. Just kill, kill, kill? What has happened to you, father? Killing people is not the answer to everything. Is ridding the kingdom of Monica going to be a problem, Jacob? 
when you asked me to let her into this family, I let her in. And basically, anything you and Monica wanted, I made sure you got the best of everything. How does she repay me? She tried to have the Pope and me killed. No, she didn't try to have you killed. Oh, you just don't know, Jim. Even if I showed you the proof, you would deny its authenticity. Why? Because you are so pathetically blinded by the love you have for her. And that blindness is what nearly toppled everything. <laughs> no, she has to be eliminated. So I should raise my son, your grandson, without his mother, when it isn't necessary? Okay, I see this is going to be a problem. You are going to be a problem. This loyalty you have for your psychopathic wife. Yes, I do have a problem with it. What are you going to do? Eliminate me as well? You're going to kill your son because he goes against you and wants to keep his wife in spite of her flaws? <sighs> is there anyone you won't kill? Jacob, wait. Jacob, think about this. Wait. Jacob! Dr. Liverpool, I've gone over the reading several times. If the models are correct, we are on the brink of a complete polar shift. Let me see that, Samson. No, no, that can't be right. Check the readings again. But Dr. Liverpool, I've run the numbers a dozen times. It's hard to imagine, I know, but the shift is going to happen very soon. We have to warn people. Tell the king and tell the news stations. No way are we calling the news stations, Samson. I've got to get Lord Orb on the phone. Don't say a word to anyone. No phones or nothing. Run the numbers again and get an updated model projection. Now. Yes, sir. This is Dr. William Liverpool. Access code Delta Omega Niner Tango, Delta Omega Indiana Tango. I need to speak to Lord Orab right away. Hold for Lord Orab of the High Council. Dr. Lim, tell me you have good news. Unfortunately, I do not, sir. The poles are beginning to shift. We've been running the numbers and all the models indicate the shift is happening. The Earth's electromagnetic field will be disrupted and communications around the planet will begin to experience extensive interruptions for an indefinite period of time. But we're talking through satellite communications right now. Why isn't our connection experiencing anything unusual? Sir, when the interruption happens, it will be sudden and irreversible. What's worse is the world's power grids will become vulnerable. And I expect there will be massive power outages all over the world. This will certainly exacerbate an already unstable situation for the king. He needs to be warned about this. We are prepared for whatever civil unrest that ensues following the event, Dr. Liverpool. That's all for now.
foot on the sideburns with a grin and wish they'd still be there. Listening to The Rise of King of Silas, episode 49, Drought, starring J.V. Torres as King of Silas and Priest, David S. Deer as Pope Innocent XIV, Stephen Fisher as Jeremy Oreb, John Doby as Lord Quentin Capone, Pete Lutz as Murphy McDonald, Dominic Nataro as Prince Jacob. Austin Beach as Cody Valentine. Amanda Haggist as JJ. Skylar Torres as Samson. Mark Dreisenstock as Dr. Liverpool. Rob Gerard and Mike McDonald as Old Man. Judy Serta as Old Woman. Aaron H. as Cardinal. Jessica Greer as Woman on the Phone. And narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song Heaven is the Other Way by Big Sandy and his Fly Ride Boys. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasilas.com for a full list on our Season 4 episode page. And now, a word from our podcast friends. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician, and I collect stories. Everything from true crime, to trauma, to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy, or between serial killers and podcasters, than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2020. And stay tuned for episode 50.